Hey smart people, come on to my YouTube channel, Stanetta Money Therapist. Every episode that you hear my podcast right here, you will see me in the flesh talking about the same exact topic. See you there. And don't forget to subscribe and ring that bell. The only thing that is stopping you from starting an agency in your field to help people is you not starting an agency in your field to help people. Six years ago, my wife took nothing but an ideal and faith and turned it into a multi-million dollar business with multiple streams of income. As a woman possessed, she overcame all obstacles and created multiple streams of wealth that has impacted our family for generations to come. From mental health professional, to therapist, to author, to CEO, she is a constant reminder of the grace of God over her life. Get ready to listen to and take notes from Stanell, the money therapist, as she schools you on money, entrepreneurship, and life skills that was not taught. No more excuses. Wake up! Thanks, Tony. Welcome back to No More Excuses, Wake Up, where we talk about money, entrepreneurship, and life skills that was not taught. I am your host, Danelle Myers, also known as Danelle, the money therapist. This week, we are discussing entrepreneurship. Yes, honey, we're going to be discussing entrepreneurship for a minute because That's what I do. That's what I am. And that's what I'm bringing to you. We're talking about starting a nonprofit after school program. What you need to know. You all know I have an after school program. It's called Joy Making a Difference. Joy stands for Just Our Youth. So it's Just Our Youth Making a Difference. I started my after school program back in 2015. The after school program that I have, it is a nonprofit 501c3. My son and my daughter used to go to dance classes and they both are talented. They both dance very well. And at that time, crumping or crunking was out and my son could crunk really good. That's when I saw just how he put passion and emotion into his movements. And my daughter was a dancer. She can just dance to anything, mimic anything. And they were good. They were really good and Everyone that saw them dance saw the talent. So one day at practice or recital, I said, I wonder if I could combine dancing and an after-school program because after school, they go to dance class, but that's it. I still have to do homework with them and they still have obligations. And after dance class is over, it's time to have dinner, get ready for bed for the next day for school. And that's really how joy really started and I used to read a lot of Essence magazines and I recall that it was an African-American female that I'm from Camden, New Jersey. She graduated, I do not remember her name, from Woodrow Wilson High School, which which was just three miles away from me. Um, And she was speaking on entrepreneurship. And so entrepreneurship was always in my passion and it was at a building that was right down the street from my house because I really did live really in an inner city almost where I lived at in Camden. And it was just a passion. And I remember reading or seeing something saying, it's right in your own backyard. It's in your own backyard. And that's how I started off with joy, just our youth, because I was watching these kids go to this program 
and they were going to a program they wasn't in school and they would actually go and get help as far as uh, a job it was actually a job court program and they would go and try to get help as far as getting a job and and all those things and they did not finish high school and that's really where the desire came from from those two from my children going to dance class and also from the desire of watching these kids every day stand at this building or you know just in, engaging outside with each other and joy was formed just our youth making a difference because all they're doing is trying and I learned about 501c3 and to not get into so much of the details it took me a long time to get to where I needed to get to in order to get that 501c3 off the ground in order to even know what I was getting myself into because it was just a long passion a long passion and a long desire of wanting something to help the youth but really didn't know quite how to get it off ground for years it was a struggle i talk about this all the time how i met my angel how she introduced me to her grant writer i did everything that i needed to do and joy making a difference was born first thing that you have to think about is do you want to impact the youth do you want to help the youth and i'm specifically talking about an after school program it is so needed and if this is something that you want to do, if this is your niche or your field, I am going to give you some valuable information. You have to know the location, the area, the geographical area, the demographical area, exactly where you would like your program to be. I always want to help the youth in the inner city because that is where I'm from. I'm from Camden, New Jersey. The first thing is a Title I school. You have to really understand that because when you're going after grants and you're going after any type of government grants, federal grants, any type of grants you have them for an after school program, Title I is what you are going to be looking for. And it is really a federal program. And what it does is it supports elementary and secondary education. And a Title I school is any type of school that is getting free lunch. It is funded by the federal government under Elementary and Secondary Education Act. And the areas that I lived in, they were all Title I school. They all had you know, free lunch. They were in economic areas that needed more as far as families, as far as food and shelter and all, you know, this different things that people go through and parents go through. I didn't know about grants. I didn't know anything about federal funding grants. My grant is a five-year grant. And with that grant, it is a grant that all schools, board of educations, every single school actually go after in order to get the specific funding. Now, depending on how many schools you have will depend on the funds that you will get. So, for instance, in in my personal case, I started off with one school. I was governing over $250,000 a year for the entire program. Meaning if there, if the program was in a bus district, it was for buses, it was for certified teachers, program aides, my salary, anyone I hire, contractors, anything that I do, supplies, it all came out of that $250,000 budget. So when I started off, I was at in high school. 
five years ago in 2015. A grant was from 2015 to 2020. Then 2020, I reapplied for the grant and I was granted it for five more years, from 2020 to 2025. You're not guaranteed. It is a lot that go into that. But I want you to understand that when you are after school program and it is a nonprofit, it is not easy because you need a grant writer. You need someone that is going to write grants for you in that specific field, in the field of education, in the field of grant writer that knows exactly how to write grants. And my grant writer, she was so confident and this is a business with her mother-in-law and a confidence that she had. And I was told that I was not ready because I did not have a nonprofit. I did not have a 501c3. It was written, but I didn't have it because I did not know how to proceed. I didn't know what else to do. And honestly, all I had to do was really complete it, get help completed and mail it off with the specific amount of money that was needed at that particular time because it changes all the time. And I, again, will give you a video on how to write just the fundamentals of a 501c3 and what it's for. Not so much how to write it, but more how a 501c3 and what it is for and what it's geared to. A 501c3 opened up so many doors for people that is trying to help in their community and to get grants. And you cannot get grants if you do not have a nonprofit. You will be looked at, it's a joke, you're not going to be taken very seriously. Once you have your 501c3, that is it. You do not have to renew for a 501c3. So once I was introduced to the grant writer, I was told that I wasn't ready, I wasn't prepared to get my 501c3, and I need three years of working in that field. I created a curriculum. It was a self-esteem curriculum. And before that, I was working at a after-school program in New Jersey. I was um, actually working at a high school and I was fired because I honestly did my job. If I did something wrong, I would tell you. I honestly did my job and it was a young lady that came up to me and said that someone older than her was doing things that they shouldn't, which was inappropriate. And I am a mandate reporter and I reported it and I was fired. And honestly, I thought that was the worst thing in the world. And so when I was fired, it was right in the midst of me doing my I Am Female, my gala that's on YouTube, my gala that you can see on my page, Stenato Money Therapist, and I on my YouTube page. And the morning I was fired, that afternoon, I had a whole staff set up for my I Female gala. And we was going to the Marion where they have weddings and events. And uh, we were going, I'm talking about when you, when you talk about doing something butt naked and I was going to do this gala and I got fired that morning. I could not think. I called everybody, all the players, and I said, I'm not going. And I was the one funding it. And I remember somebody talking to me was like, this is just a, a bump in the road for you. That door closed, another one will open. Well, let me tell you, I met my angel and joy making a difference was open. And I took that self-esteem what I did there, I did self-esteem with students and I taught groups and 
how to basically build character. And what I did was from there, I wrote my own curriculum. And from writing my own curriculum, when I was introduced to the grant writer, she said, well, what do you do? I said, I'm a therapist and I teach kids about assertiveness and self-esteem. She said, you have something on it? I said, actually, I do. I have a curriculum. And I had a curriculum. And I was, I created this curriculum not even really knowing what I was creating a curriculum for before I even met her. It's crazy. My Angel, she already had after-school programs. It is so good to network with people. And I met her at church. And I told her what I did. And she said, I want you to come in and, and do your curriculum for me. This is what my angel said before she gave me her grant writer. Or she gave me her grant writer about a month or so later. And she just said, you just have so much potential. And I always tell you I was in church. And she was staring at me, looking at me. And she said, God told me to help you. And fast forward, she gave me her grant writer. grant writer said, you are not ready yet. Three years later, I worked for my angel. I went to her after-school program, and all I did was my curriculum. It was just self-esteem, self-esteem, self-esteem. In those three years, the grant writer said that it was someone that was looking for a person that could come and teach like values and self-esteem, and she thought of me. You know, I already had background in teaching psychology, and I taught seven different psychologies at Canton Accounting College and Drexel University. With all this... That's when Joy Making a Difference was born. I gave you that story so you can understand where I've been and where I am now. I am seven years into my after-school program, going on eight years into this grant. And the grant is very tedious. It is a grant that many times you want to start something and you say, this is how I want it. This is how it's going to be. And that was for me. What I had on paper is not all what I'm doing now. This grant makes it creative because it is mine. And I can make it creative as much as I want to or need to, but also for what the students need. And it constantly change. As I build my after-school program for 2022 and 2023, I'm going to bring that to you so you can know exactly what it is that myself and my team and what we're doing while we're building the after-school program. It is so rewarding. You need a 501c3. That 501c3 is what is going to actually get you in the door. After having a 501c3, you know you have to have your board of directors and you have to have your, your agency. Everything has to be built. So you have to just make sure you have your entities in order. When you're dealing with a 501c3, it is a corporation. You will file as an S-corp or a C-corp. I have a C-corp. I'm not going to get into all that information because I want to make sure that you have the logistics that you need for starting an after-school program. You have to look for federal funded grants, grants that give you the funds that you need to start the program. You have to have a SAMS number, and I will do an episode completely on SAMS and award system and what it is that you need as a vendor because you will not get any funds, any money you have to set up vending. It's so many different other valuables that is related to starting an after-school program and agency is so many different valuables and you learn as you go in the state of new jersey is nj start every state is different on what you need and how you have to set up that you're connected to as a vendor that is so important because programs is not just a request for proposals RFPs that I spoke in 
at a, a regarding another episode it is about being connected to all these different systems that you're going to need in order to help you run your after school program and if you have a contract with a government agency and they're federally funding that you have to have all your players involved your accountant a hundred percent a hundred and thousand percent you need an accountant you also need a payroll company. I would not recommend you to having a payroll company that you are manually doing. You need a real payroll company that you can sit down, see, and they can process everything that you need because their expertise is just more than what you're even willing to work with right now because you're trying to run an agency. It is so many players you need. HR is just a lot that you need, but if this is the episode for you and you really want to start an after-school program, you want to start something in the line of agency as a nonprofit, then I would really say do your due diligence and really start looking for grants in that particular field for starting the after-school program. And then what you need, you need a location. You need to be able to have a school. In my situation, I knew nothing. (laughs) I was just blessed to have people that been in the field for so long. And so that's how I got into a high school in New Jersey. I wanted a high school. And I was told, well, when you have an elementary school, the parents have more control of the kids. And I said, I understand that, but high schools need after-school programs. And honey, boy, I put my foot all in my mouth because the high school is the hardest. It is hard. It is so hard. And as I talk, it's making me just bring more episodes because starting an after-school program in a high school, I'm going to do an episode specifically on that, how difficult it is, but how doable it is. And so I said, no, I want a high school, not an elementary school, blah, blah, blah. I had a high school for five years and it was hard. I struggled. You have to meet a level of service and that is numbers. And it is students that is attending the program 30 days or more. And it's all these different things. And we were not meeting our level of service all the time on the specific marks, on the specific dates. It was a lot. We had to be creative and we had to really understand and do surveys and see what the kids wanted. It was just, it's a lot. And I'm still at the same high school. But high schools are difficult, but again, it's doable. Now we're at a high school and an elementary school because the elementary school that had the grant no longer had the grant after the five years. The grant was rewritten and they did not get the grant. I incorporated that school and we wrote the grant and and was rewarded. This is our second year, entering our third year actually, with both schools, with the elementary and high school. And I will tell you the elementary school is much easier because when you're dealing with stakeholders and stakeholders is anyone that is invested in the school. My stakeholders were my teachers, my staff, my students, the community, the family, that all were my stakeholders. I had to build that. I had to grow that. I had to build relationships. I had to go into the school every day and work, talk about the program, talk about my vision. I had to have a meeting, superintendent, all the principals, and they had to buy in to my idea. They had to buy into my dream. And I was scared. I thought it was the hardest thing to 
possibly do in life. They first told me no. And then when we revisited, I had my neighbor come to the meeting with me and she said something and said, well, how was your college rate? Are they graduating? And bingo, that's how we got into the high school. The program was geared all around college preparedness and career awareness. That's what it actually is now. We put STEM and STEAM in it, but it's all about preparing them for college. And this term, this year, 2022 and 2023, is all about entrepreneurship. The future as far as being a successful you in the field of whatever you do because college is not for everyone and bringing in different ideas. That's what I'm actually working on right now. So as I work on it, I'm going to communicate that to you all. Everyone can know what goes in of a a chief executive officer such as myself that has to always bring something new constantly for everything that I do, not only the after school program, but also for just being invaded for just trying to discover new ideas, even for the healthcare agency, a second touch. I know I gave you a lot of information, but it is a lot. And I gave it to you as it is, because when you are starting anything. But when you are really starting an agency, nonprofit, 501c3, and anything that you do, if it's not an after-school program, if it is a nonprofit agency, it is a lot. And you want to get grants, it's a lot that you need to know. So I hope that this was an introduction to opening up your eyes so you can understand and see just the beginning fundamentals that you need. It's not I didn't dive in completely deep because I don't want to scare you away. I want you to breathe. Having an agency is not for everyone. Everyone is not built to do it. And when I first started and I walked into it, I did not know what I was walking into. As I always say, my interviews was at Starbucks. You learn as you go. If you think about everything that you got to do in the process and you're trying to get to the end, you're not even going to start in the beginning. I didn't know the middle. I I just knew A. I didn't know D. I didn't even know F. And where I am at now at Z, I didn't even know all those other variables, all those other alphabets. I just walked one foot in front of the other, the other foot in front of the other. Here I am talking to you and trying to help you to be able to be creative and opening up your own whatever that is and your own agency and your 501c3 and whatever that is that you are trying to do. Whatever that is, go out there and do that. Start it. No more excuses. Go out there right now. Start your own agency. Start learning how to start a 501c3. Get a grant with a 501c3 because having a 501c3 without a grant is a waste of time. You can get so much more. Don't struggle. Get a grant in your niche. In your, It's so many. It's out there. No more excuses. Wake up. Thank you for listening to No More Excuses, Wake Up. If you love the show, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes or Spotify. To learn more about me and my different agencies and what I do, go to StanelleMyersEnterprises.com. While you're there, check out Money Therapy Institute and watch my video where you will see me doing a little acting, showing you how I fought and kicked down closed doors. 
You can also click on Stanetta Money Therapist and get my free budget spreadsheet. And of course, you can email me at contact at StanettaMoneyTherapist.com. I'm also on social media on Facebook at Stanetta Money Therapist and Instagram at Stanel the Money Therapist. No more excuses. Y'all know what y'all need to do. Wake up. Hey, smart people. I have a three-month one-on-one personal or business coaching program. As you all know, I paid off $50,000 in debt in one year. I will teach you how I stayed out of debt using my burner method and personal life spreadsheet I created to fit my lifestyle and keep me on track. You will learn how to understand your money communication style using my financial treatment plan. Also, if you own a small business and you feel stuck with cash flow or feel disorganized, I teach business owners and self-employed entrepreneurs such as yourself to financially maximize your money, build wealth, using your business income and retire working on the business while your business continues to run, such as myself. You can book a call with me. The link is in the show notes.